0: Hello, thank you for joining me again on White Hot Glory, the podcast where you can come to learn how to be white hot for God's glory in these cold, dark end days. The book of Revelation has started to unfold and today we will be in 2 Timothy chapter 3. I want to go into why I am absolutely positive that we are in the days just before Jesus comes back to get his true believing church. Um, it has to do with what the society is going to look like and sound like and feel like for the believer. So please join me there. We're also going to be in 1 Corinthians chapter 2. And maybe even Proverbs 30 if we have the time. I really want to make the effort to go there as well. So please come back and join me and learn how to be a bright light for others in the world. We are supposed to look different and sound different and dress different. I should say differently. I'm sorry for your grammar people out there. I'm actually one of you too believe it or not I just get so passionate about this topic because Jesus Christ saved me and transformed me and renewed everything about me and he has shown me so many things about how I used to be and how I was absolutely perishing and absolutely on my way to hell beyond any doubt so I want to tell everybody in the world that it is not too late you can change. Jesus is the only way to be able to do that without it just being a temporary fix. It's not a complete transformation unless it comes through the Word of God and Jesus Christ and His redeeming, saving love. And if you think that you are beyond help or you think that the things that you have done in your past are too sinful, you are wrong and you will be happy to learn that you're wrong I I, <laughs> I, do not want to brag about my sin but I was really really awful so if he can do that for me and he he just so, so forgivingly lovingly transformed my life when I did not deserve it at all he absolutely will do that for you um, just ask that's all he wants is a sincere heart And for you to really ask him to do that for you. And he will. He will, he will, he will. He loves you so much. Even when you think you're unlovable, he loved you. He knows about your most secret, deepest, darkest sin. And he still went to that cross and died so that he could take that punishment on himself. So that we could spend eternity in heaven with our father. So if that's not love, I don't know what is real love, not the world kind of love. And we'll get into that today. Thank you again for joining me. God bless you guys. And I have German, German listeners now, but I also have Australian listeners. And that is just like one of the coolest coolest things that has ever happened to me because i'm not one to want to travel but i think going to australia would be rad so hello down under and i'm sorry if i butchered that i've always wanted to say that um but god bless you guys in australia we are all part of the same world that god created and we are all brothers and sisters in christ so we'll be back in just a few moments Let's just get straight into God's good word. Thank you guys for listening. I hope that this blesses you. I am absolutely compelled to do this almost on a daily basis. And last night, God woke me up at 2.30 in the morning and I just spent an hour with him and prayer and reading my word and asking him to show me what he would have me say to you guys this morning and the scriptures and I very very clearly got 2nd Timothy chapter 3 but I want to begin in 1st Corinthians 2 verse 6. It says we do however speak a message of wisdom among the mature but not the wisdom of this age or of the rulers of this age who are coming to nothing. No, we speak of God's secret wisdom, a wisdom that has been hidden and that God destined for our glory before time began. None of the rulers of this age understood it, for if they had, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. However, It has been written, no eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind has conceived what God has prepared for those who love him, but God has revealed it to us by his spirit. The spirit searches all things, even the deep things of God, for who among men knows the thoughts of a man except the man's spirit within him? In the same way, no one knows the thoughts of God except the Spirit of God. We have not received the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit who is from God, that we may understand what God has freely given us. (coughs) I love this passage. It's so beautiful. Because in my sin, any time that I would try to open the Bible and read it and understand what it was saying, I couldn't. It's, it was like trying to open up a, a play of Shakespeare and read that, or, um, which I actually could kind of figure out after a couple lines of reading over and over and over. But after I asked the Lord to be Lord of my life and, and in control of everything, fully surrendered to His will, His word, His way, I asked for him to give me the Holy Spirit and and to be able to open up a Bible and just understand everything that I read, and he was faithful to do that. It says in 1 Corinthians 2.6 that these things that I am speaking to you, the rulers of this age, which are the people who are spearheading movements that are against the word of God and against God, um, period, they won't understand this stuff. It, it's, they are coming to nothing this is heavenly wisdom because it's from the word of God it's not because of me or anything about me or anything of who I am because I am nothing without Jesus Christ as my all when I did not have him I was awful and the only reason that I am anything okay or good now is because of Jesus Christ and his transforming power and his love God knew that I was going to go through my years of sin and become so desperate and broken that I would cry out to him and that I would ask him for wisdom and ask him for revelation and ask him for the words that I am speaking to you guys right now nothing is by accident, nothing is by coincidence the Lord I believe graciously allowed me to live and save my life through all of those years so that I would be able to speak these words of truth into your lives today. Verse 8 says, None of the rulers of this age understood it, for if they had, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. Just like today, there are people in the church who are asleep. There are people in the world who are blind and deaf they don't hear the truth it doesn't have any effect on them because they are hardened and callous to the things of God and it's it's not always their own fault the media today has pointed us every other direction except for God it's pointed us straight to Satan's way actually and just like back then those leaders did not know the Son of God as He was standing before them. And today, He is returning so very soon and people either don't want to know or they are afraid to acknowledge it because it means that they're going to have to do an overhaul in their lives, both physical, emotional, and spiritual. Financial, all sorts of ways. And that is when we are comfortable as people, humans, especially in the United States of America, people don't want to give up what they know. They're afraid to go where they don't know. And we have been taught as a society to be lovers of self above all which is why many don't see what is coming don't hear what is coming and just like Jesus says about the rapture he will come as a thief in the night for those who are not watching and praying some of you are watching and praying and that's probably why you're listening to this podcast right now. And some are not. And it's so it is so sad to me. And if it's this sad to me and it and this kind of thing is what compels me to do this, I can only imagine what God feels like looking down on this world who is so worried about themselves when what they should be looking at him they're not anyway I hope that makes a little bit of sense now we're going to get into 2nd Timothy chapter 3 now this is going to talk about how our our fellow men in society around us are going to be in the end days. And f- which, the more evil the world around us gets, the more difficult it will become for us Christians to walk out our Christian walk and speak out our faith and the truth of the word of God. And I don't want to say that to discourage you, but I do want to say that to let you know that This is why being in prayer, in constant communication, in constant fellowship, constant in your word. That is the only way that you will have enough oil in your reserves to get through the times to come. This world has lost its darn mind. I was reading about how the Portland Police Department was set on fire for the second time. And I'm thinking, if this had happened any time before this election period, the cops would have just shot the people and that would have been it. But for some reason, there is such a spirit of dissent and anger and tumult and confusion and chaos that people are not using their common sense or the word of God to make decisions or the law of the land except for abuse of power but we've already gone into that so I don't want to get off on that rabbit trail again this is it the mark of the beast is coming the rapture is coming the tribulation is coming I believe with all of my being in my lifetime and I believe that I am here alive today to tell you that so that you can prepare first your heart, mind and soul and then in other ways but number one is your relationship with God. 2 Timothy chapter 3 verse 1 But know this that in the last days perilous times will come for men will be lovers of themselves and when he says men there it means mankind. Lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanderers, without self-control, brutal, despisers of good, traitors, headstrong, haughty, Lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying its power, and from such people turn away. For of this sort are those who creep into households and make captives of gullible women loaded down with sins led away by various lusts, always learning and never able to come to the knowledge of truth. This last verse, verse 7, always learning and never able to come to the knowledge of truth. We have the truth of everything from beginning to end of mankind right at our fingertips. And I'm not talking about the internet. I'm talking about the word of God. But people go to the internet and search out the meaning of life and then find 800 different websites to click on and 800 different truths of gurus. And it's leading people astray. People will search and search and search but never able to be coming to the knowledge of the truth which is the word of God. It doesn't say a truth or my truth. It says, the truth. What is a phrase that has popped up over the last couple decades? Oh, you need to love yourself. No, we were created to love God. If you learn to love God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength, your respect for yourself will come automatically. If you seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, everything else falls into place. That is a promise. Men tells you, love yourself. God says, love me and I will handle all the rest. Disobedient to parents. This is huge right now. There is such a lack of respect in our culture as Americans, and it grieves my spirit, and I know it must grieve the Lord's. Parents are not teaching their children to honor them, and parents are not walking worthy of honor. It is imperative that you teach your children respect for God first, and if you teach your children respect for God and His Word first, guess what? There's that promise again. Everything else falls into place. Unforgiving is one that is especially important right now because Jesus clearly says in His Word that if we do not forgive, then we cannot be forgiven. And I see this hard-heartedness in the world, and even in people that I know. We just want to hold on to our feelings of bitterness and anger and resentment. And it's, that is what Satan wants. He does not want you to forgive so that you are not forgiven. And therefore, you miss out on eternal life, and he has you for himself and health. headstrong the bible says that the spirit of stubbornness and rebellion is of that of idolatry and witchcraft because if you are a stubborn person and goodness gracious you guys I was one of the most stubborn people of all time my mother could tell you and many others could tell you I was headstrong for the wrong reasons If you are headstrong and set in your ways, guess whose ways you're not set in? The Lord's. And it is idolatry because you are putting your way ahead of God's way. God says that love is patient and kind and not proud, not boastful. And when we are stubborn, we are unforgiving, proud, saying to ourselves, well, I'm right and they're wrong. And sometimes you are right and sometimes they are wrong, but how is your spirit while you are coming to this knowledge? If you are right and godly and they are wrong in darkness, are you praying for them or do you have a spirit of self-righteousness? And I have been very guilty of this in the past. And it takes me a, an effort to sit back and examine myself and examine my heart and examine my motives. And I stumble on this, especially when other people are doing extremely harmful and hurtful things. But that's when we are called to pray. It says that people will be unholy. And I really want you to hear me out on this point especially. Unholy is the opposite of holy. And I see a a sinful crowd growing a more outwardly, blatantly evil group of people rising up and desecrating all things holy I saw this Picture of a girl from Antifa. It was, it popped up in my newsfeed and it said, another Antifa princess. And it showed this girl with bright green hair and an eyeball headband. And her shirt said, and Lord Jesus, I'm just repeating this, forgive me for this coming out of my mouth. But it said, Jesus suck and Satan Swallows and my immediate knee jerk reaction was I wanted to make fun of her I immediately judged her I immediately was filled with um, ill will toward her because i know that she represents all the things that are not of god but then i stopped and i realized that every fe- every little feeling that just popped up so quickly in me was exactly what satan wanted and i was immediately filled with shame and i'm even i'm, I'm sh- i feel shameful right now but i want to confess this to you Because we need to be mindful of these kinds of things. And I realized that in my sin, even though my outside didn't look like hers, my inside sure did. And that the only reason that she was looking like this was because she is walking in the same kind of darkness that I was. And that she needed prayer. So I immediately said, Lord, I'm sorry. That is your child. You created her too. And she is walking in sin just like I was. So I have this... um whiteboard and I just wrote pray for the green girl and every day and every time I walk past that whiteboard and see that I pray that she has an unmistakable, undeniable, unforgettable loving encounter with Jesus Christ so undeniably powerful that she comes to Jesus in a radical way and is fully transformed because do you know what kind of testimony that young lady will have if and when she comes to know and accept Jesus Christ as her Lord and Savior she will be able to fight for God's kingdom in a real way She will be able to speak truth and light and show people who she used to hang out with how radically Jesus does change and save. Just like the Lord spared my life to tell you guys what he took me out of and what Satan's doing and how he's doing it. She could be dangerous against Satan's kingdom. If we pray for her and others like her, I am no better than anybody else on this earth. This youth is misguided, they're brainwashed by the media and the things that are on the radio and on the TV. And people will laugh at me for saying that, but it is true because our whole society, our whole youth are lost. And if you disagree with me, you are either in denial. or blind or a perpetuator of the deception Satan wants parents to think that what their kids are watching or listening to or doing are no big deal I was watching this video of a girl saying, when I was a preteen, this is what I looked like. And the preteens today look like this. And it was her awkwardly doing this, trying to learn this dance to like a Backstreet Boys or NSYNC song. I'm not sure. And then she showed the TikTok preteens of today. And these little girls are dressed half naked and gyrating very sexually for the whole world to see and if you don't understand that is why pedophilia is rampant today because our media is teaching our young young girls and boys to become sexual before their time encouraging it, developing it you are blind These children have been conditioned by our media. And because their generation before them were also conditioned by the media, they do not see, these parents do not see what is going on until it's too late. And then they wake up one day with this 14-year-old girl Who's cussing and being disrespectful and sneaking out and sleeping around and sending nudes and doing drugs? And they wonder what happened. Well, I'll tell you what happened. They were conditioned. If we went back in time and brought somebody from, you know, like Little House on the Prairie days into our world today, they would be shocked and mortified at what is going on in our world and our youth today. And you have to go that far back because Satan has been gradually conditioning everybody from past until now. Each generation has gotten further away from the Word of God. Each generation has been conditioned to think, oh, no big deal. Our great grandparents would be horrified. To see and hear the things that come out of our children's mouths and actions today. We have come so far from being grateful, from being humble, from being obedient. This world condemns what is good and promotes what is evil in the sight of God. And that is why we are where we are as a society today with rioters, disrespectful, lost and dark youth running amok just jumping on whatever train feels good right at that moment in time whatever sounds good I praise God that I'm able to look back and see how I used to be and how Satan got me to where I was back then Because now I can compare it with the light and truth of God. John the Baptist came and said repent for the kingdom is at hand. It is our turn to be like John the Baptist and tell everybody that we know. Repent, for the kingdom is at hand. Put away all of these ungodly things. Get rid of them. Get them out of your homes. Get them out of your hearts. Get them out of your minds. They have no place in the home. Of those who claim to follow Jesus Christ. Jesus says to consecrate yourself, sanctify yourselves, love me with your whole heart, mind, and soul. If your heart, mind, soul are crowded with songs about drugs and evil and promiscuity and violence... How can you possibly love him with your whole heart, mind, and soul? Those things take up space that belong to the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. I do not say these things to condemn you. I say these things because I was part of it and I know what it feels like now to be on the other side, to cleanse my my life from those things. And I have been blessed by it. I have peace because of it. And I don't look down on the people that do these things. Now, if you know better and you still continue doing these things... That's not good because I know better and that is why I do not do them, why I don't partake. I hope and pray that you are hearing the truth in these words. Ask the Lord to help you cast these things away from you and replace them with him. And the Lord will guide you and he will bless you and he will keep you and he will protect you and he will strengthen you. Most will not be receptive to this message. I speak this message for the remnant, for the core. Jesus says that we that only those who go by the way of the narrow road will get into the kingdom of God. If the whole rest of the world is doing it, then we are not supposed to. If the whole rest of the world is on this wide road where everybody's doing the same thing, we are called to not be on that road. Many will strive, but few will enter, he says. I want to be one of those few. And I want you to be one of those few. Because if you look around, many will not enter the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven. Yet many think they will. Your love of God automatically shows when you really do love him with your whole heart, mind, and soul. looks like that is all the time we have for today Jesus loves you guys so much he created you to be vessels full of his love to be used for his purpose in these last days so that you were able to be lights for others and he will equip you for every good work like he says in his word but you've got to get rid of the junk so that he can fill you with the good stuff So that you will be able to withstand all of the evil in these days. You're a child of light. Don't be part of the darkness anymore. Jesus loves you guys. I love you guys. I hope that you have a very blessed day and watch your children. Look at what they're watching. And ask yourself, is this teaching my child to be more sexual, disrespectful, or sassy? Dishonest? Be mindful, you guys. The enemy does not want you to be mindful. The enemy does not want you to pay attention. But it's time. It's time for the core remnant to rise up. Wake up, start praying, cast off the sinful things of this world, and get busy about our Father's business.